<laughs> How did you escape? Was it hard or was it an easy escape? Well, it was kind of a technicality thing. <laughs> what, what happened was is um, I went to court and court was outside of the gates, right? Uh, and I was walked by my probation officer and, uh, and we went into the courthouse and the courthouse wasn't secure, right? And my PO went to go talk to somebody and, uh, and all of a sudden I saw one of my high school buddies there, Kenny Boatwright. And Kenny used, to, his dad was a big, you know, hot rod guy and had a, had a mechanic shop and would build, you know, amazing hot rods and paint them with flames on them. He was that guy. And Kenny, <laughs> he would throw these race car motors in his mom's Corvette and then roll the thing down the driveway at nighttime <laughs> and go out there and smoke tire, right? And the cops caught him. So he yeah. was there as a juvenile, like, um, tickets, but you're not, I don't even think he had like a regular license. And there he was at exhibition of speed, reckless driving, you know, he was, he was in trouble, you know, but Kenny's mom spoiled him a little bit and, and she wasn't the sharpest uh, tool in the shed. And, uh, there I was, I was like, I started looking both ways. My PO <laughs> is gone. I went to the bathroom and I just, I knew I, they were going to give me a lot of time. I knew they were going to give me until my 18th birthday. Yeah. And so, uh, so I started looking both ways and, uh, and then I go, Hey Kenny, man, you think I can stay over your house? <laughs> and he, he literally turns to his mom and he's like not quiet either. He goes, mom, can Troy stay at the house? And she's like, sure, Kenny, no problem. <laughs> like the, the mom didn't even put two and two together. You know, I'm sitting there in, you know, juvenile hall clothing and everything. And so as soon as he said that, I just looked both ways and I walked out this one door and then I walked around the perimeter because the, uh, the juvenile hall and the courthouse was right next to each other. So I just walked around the perimeter. As soon as I got to a certain level, I just started sprinting. And the weird thing, it was a hot summer day. And if anybody's been to Northern California, it's on Lucas Valley Road. George Lucas, who did Star Wars, has uh, uh, industrial light and magic. It's his whole Star Wars studio is out there. It's very hot um, in that area. And so I found my way up onto a fire road and... Uh, um, I got, I instantly got parched and I was, I think the adrenaline was pumping through me as well. And, uh, I just started going on the fire roads and I, I didn't really know where I was. It wasn't my neighborhood. Uh, it was Kenny Boatwright's neighborhood and one of his good friends. And I literally went down this one trail into this guy's backyard and it was Kenny's friend, my friend too. And I went in there and I was safe. And then I started calling around and sure enough, I called my girlfriend at the time, the cops were looking for me. Um, they were staking out everything. And so basically I stayed there for a day or so and then I got on a, a Greyhound bus and I was gonna go to my grandmother's house in Connecticut, <laughs> right? I'm just a kid, you know, this is before the internet. This is before, you know, they, they had radios and stuff like that, but no computers, no computers in the car or anything. And so they were all just trying to handle stuff by phone. And cops play all sorts of tricks. You know, oh, well, he told us this, so therefore you better tell us the truth or you're going to get it too. You know, they, yeah. use, they lie to you, basically. And so uh, by the time I got on the bus, uh, they were harassing my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mom at the time. And, uh, and so they, they were, she was just like, you'll never catch him. He's, 
He's, he left the state. He's on a bus <laughs> to Connecticut or whatever. Oh, so wow. they just waited for me in, in Nebraska and Omaha, Nebraska, all the major cities that I stopped in. So sure enough, you know, uh, if you've never traveled this country, this country is amazing. And cruising through the, the breadbasket and, and Nebraska, and it's like desolate. It's the plains. It's desolate. And all of a sudden we come into this little town. It reminds you of like a cowboy town. And this is Cheyenne, Wyoming. It's not, I mean, it's still a state capital. And so you come in and there was like seven cop cars there. And I was like, oh my God. And this was 1983. And so uh, I was just like, and I had a little bit of marijuana on me at the time. And uh, actually we had stopped in like Reno, Nevada. I remember that. And I think I got out and smoked a joint because California it wasn't necessarily legal back then, but they'd write you a ticket. They didn't really hassle you for that. But somebody in, in, in Las Vegas, in, in, in Nevada, the state of Nevada, told me you'd get seven years for it. So don't let them catch you. And I was like, oh, shit. And so I left it in my jacket pocket. And when the cops came on, they go, is that jacket yours? And I was like, nope. <laughs> and then uh, I, got, I, I spent seven days in jail and I wasn't from Cheyenne. I looked out the window. There was nothing there. There was like a couple of horses out in the field. And I was in this juvenile cell with these other kids. And, you know, I don't know if people have ever been locked up before but it's it's a pain in the ass you know it really is you really as soon as you don't have your freedom like freedom's everything and so I was just like shit I didn't know what to do so uh, California wanted to extradite me and for me to go out there and go to go to court and due process and so I just signed the extradition papers so I had to wait seven days and uh, they extradited me and uh, my probation officer was 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 pissed uh, that I got away. And so, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I ended up back there and, um, and then I just did my time and, and luckily they just let me out when I, when I, when I turned 18. And so, uh, I think, I think the angels have always been with me quite a bit, you know, sometimes, sometimes a heavy dose of medicine, a heavy dose of tough shit, you know, really helps you wake up. So when I got out, I was very grateful for my life. I was very grateful. I got out for my senior year in high school. I did all that work when I was in juvenile hall, and I went to my principal who had kicked me out uh, a year, year or so before. And I said, uh, he laughed at me. He goes, what are you, 20? You probably need like 60 credits to graduate. And I said, no, look, I just turned 18, and I need 15 credits. That's three classes, you know? He's like, show me a transcript, and I'll let you in. And I had the best year of my life, you know? Senior year, who, who, who doesn't want that to be the best? And it was great. And, uh, and I learned my lesson to a certain degree. I can't say I didn't break the law <laughs> from that point on, but at least I didn't get caught. How about yeah. that? <laughs> that? That's the most important, right? 